Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Heavily Scaled Podcast. I am your host, Gabby Bradley, um, and I'm actually joined today by Summit's head coach or one of the head coaches and co-owner, Joe Mills. And we're doing a special episode in the middle of the week for you guys uh, because the episode that just came out on Monday is some of the information is a little outdated, so, out of date. So Joe and I just wanted to talk to you and talk a little bit about just what happened when CrossFit mm-hmm. sort of, I don't know, what's a good word for that? Imploded? Yeah, yeah um, I think imploded is the best word. I was going to say struck <laughs> their foot directly in their mouth, but um, yeah, I think you, you can only put your foot in your mouth if you say things that you don't mean. And I think that from what Greg has been acting like in the last two weeks, I think it imploded is a more accurate statement. Yeah, definitely. So let's talk a little bit about that. Let's, um, so most people have been following social media and even if you don't, I think there are some people who are like, who don't do CrossFit and they're like, what's happening to CrossFit right now? Um, so so Joe, just tell me a little bit, you know, what was the timeline like for you? So when did you start finding things out? And the timeline almost doesn't even yeah. really matter at this point, you know, the real timeline, but when did you find things out and what was that like for you? Yeah. So I think it was actually Friday night. I was, um, I was on the road and, uh, you texted me a link and you were like, I was like pulling into a gas station to like grab some gas or whatever. And I saw this link come through from you and you were like, Hey, I'm not sure if you've seen this. And so I like opened it up real quick and I just read the first, like, you know, paragraph or so while I was finishing up getting gas. And then I like got on the road and went and I, I think I texted you before. I was like, okay, I'm driving. I'm going to get to this when I get where I'm going. And so I got there and then I sat down when I got where I was going and I read the whole thing. So it was a pretty long article. It was, um, for those of you who might have seen this, it's the um, Rocket CrossFit article, or yep. I think it's now Rocket Community Fitness or Rocket Fitness, um, that their owner had been an affiliate owner for nine plus years, had a really strong relationship with leadership over at CrossFit HQ, um, and basically wrote them an article saying, or an email saying, hey, I'm considering deaffiliating, like I'm, I'm probably going to, here are the reasons why. Um, when you affiliate, mm-hmm. you're really doing so for the for the brand power behind you. Um, your brand is, is really hard to follow. You know, you, you left social media for a long time when you've come back, you've been a strange mix of like fat shaming people and, um, Mm -hmm. doing like jugs at home workouts and nobody understands what we're doing. Um, (laughs) I mean, total side note, when you, when you see the videos in the last two years of like the the (laughs) seventies looking couch and I'm like, look, I understand you're trying to stay at home. That's not what people's homes look like. So like, we yeah. try again. Um, so they were, they were saying, you know, like we're not getting anything out of the brand. And then they're like a leadership standpoint. It's been super disappointing over the last, um, you know, two weeks now, or maybe a little bit longer. It just kind of depends how you think about it of having no statement whatsoever on, mm-hmm. um, the social injustice movements that are, that are going on inside of our country on black lives matter, um, on the George Floyd killing, like, and like, let's not get it twisted. That was a killing. Like he got, he got killed. He didn't die. When people say that they need yeah. to say it right. And CrossFit HQ, being completely silent on that, um, was I think a little bit concerning to a lot of people, Mm -hmm. um, from, from my standpoint, I've been so detached from like HQ and what they do for a hot minute that, Mm -hmm. um, I just wasn't really thinking about it that much. But when I was reading the article, I was like, yep, 
Yep. And from the brand section, mm-hmm. when they were talking about that, we'd been having those conversations internally. And, you know, Jason and I had been talking about that for six to eight months. Um, yeah. and we're, you know, we affiliate in the, in the spring, in the, in March. Mm-hmm. Um, and we chose to continue with it, um, on the basis of, we were like, you know, we're having some people who come in and say like, Hey, I was looking for CrossFit. I found you guys. It's like, all right, well, they're providing some amount of lead flow for us. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll stay on board and we really love the methodology and we want people to yeah. know that like the, the methodology works. So we've been talking about all this. So I'm reading this article and I'm like, Ooh, this is, this is pretty this is pretty spot on from Alyssa. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I read the header image. I hadn't read that first. I was like, I'm going to read the the first email because the, yeah. the blog was her email. And I'm going to read his response to that. And reading that I was just, I was disgusted. I was like, yeah. hold on. You've just made light of so many things that like we care about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we have always made a purpose of like mental health being super important to us. Um, yeah. And he goes and says, like, clearly the quarantine has you know, negatively impacted your mental health. I'm like, that's just ridiculous yeah. to use that as like some sort of insult. Um, yeah. And then just his like calls her a horrible person, tells her he's ashamed mm-hmm. of her. Like all these things. I'm like, this is disgusting. Like the language yeah. is terrible. So I, I sent it to Jason and I was like, this is, this is not good. Like, yeah. you know, what is this? And then went to bed mm-hmm. and Saturday was like, whatever. Nothing really happened on Saturday. And then Sunday, um, <laughs> I, it was Sunday we were driving back and you texted Katie. Um, mm-hmm. and that was when the tweet came out, the Floyd 19 thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was like, wait, is he saying that it's fake? Is he saying that like, I, I didn't even understand anything other than him making a joke of it. I was like, are you making mm-hmm. a joke about this? Like, that's in- incredible. Mm hmm. And when that happened, it was like, okay, we need to like really take into consideration what HQ is doing. Um, mm-hmm. And that was when you started seeing the ball start to turn a little bit and you saw yeah. um, like Jason Kalipa at NC fit immediately be affiliated. Like, mm-hmm. I think he was the first one I saw that was like one of the big, big players. It was them mayhem. Um, like right off the bat, noble came out and was like done with it. Reebok dropped them Sunday afternoon. Um, like they're like, we're going to fulfill our contract and get like uh, obligations for 2020 because we owe it to, like, we're, we're, you know, they're legally bound and mm-hmm. we owe it to the, the athletes who are making their livelihood off of this. Um, but then we're, we're not, we're done going forward. Um, and the thing that's interesting about that is, you know, CrossFit was getting ready to renegotiate the games contract. And a lot of people had, yeah. had pers- like the perspective that Nike was either going to buy the games outright or, mm-hmm sponsor it for significantly more money than than what Reebok was giving. And in one fell swoop, when there's nobody else bargaining at the table, like, first of all, that's gone. And second of all, Nike was the first brand to really get in on like societal issues as they're like, like we are taking a stand on this. Mm -hmm. If you think back to Colin Kaepernick in 2016, Nike grabbed him as a, as a sponsor when he lost his job Mm -hmm. and they got a lot of flack for it from various parts of the country. Um, but their sales rose and their stock price rose, which should have told mm-hmm. people exactly what everybody felt like. Um, yeah. And so like they were never, they're never going to touch them ever mm-hmm. right off the bat as soon as that stuff happens. And then you lose Noble and you lose um, like Romwad came out and dropped them. And then on Monday Fitty. Rogue dropped, yep. Yeah, Fide <laughs> dropped them. Yep. Like everybody, it was like yeah. a mass exodus. And, you know, we were like, um, you know, on Sunday we were like, okay, like this is, 
this is not good. We need to make like a, a, a real decision about whether or not we need to drop that name. Um, mm-hmm. And then it was just like the more things that came out that he had said, the more we were like, okay, mm-hmm. like, cause it was one of those things where it was like, did he hit send too fast? Did he like, because from our perspective, <laughs> we were like, okay, they were so good with the LGBTQ community. Like they were so yeah. inclusive in that situation. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where it was like CrossFit HQ is not Greg Glassman as a whole. Like he's not the only person who works there. He doesn't right. speak for the entire organization. The fact is he is a CEO. And in the same way that like when BP spilled oil all over the Gulf, it was mm-hmm. their executives who were at fault. When he goes and says these things, like the, it affects the whole country or the whole, the whole company. Um, it, it was one of those things where like he was so inclusive with the LGBTQ community. What is he doing right now? And yeah. then, so we started digging in a little bit and that's when Jason ran into the medium article by, um, uh, his name is Mike young. If you guys mm-hmm. haven't read that, we really recommend it. Mm-hmm. There was a zoom call a week ago. Um, Gabby, I think it was just this weekend. It. it was this weekend. Okay. Mm-hmm. So same timing really where Greg Glassman was like abhorrently racist on it. Um, I guess the entire call got like very, very contentious um, with all the owners who were on it. Um, I, I guess he used the line. I do not mourn George Floyd on multiple occasions. Um, which is like, wh- why, why would, why would you say that? Um, yeah. it seems so unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was like, as you dug in, you were like, Hey, this isn't him hitting sent too fast. Like we have some racist tendencies here. Um, mm-hmm. and it's super, it's super disappointing. It's very, um, it felt really out of character because of how they'd acted in the past. Like they were the mm-hmm. first one to drop the trans ban. They were the first one to really like make a big stance about the gay community. Um, it was like, where did, where did that sort of side go? Um, yeah. So it was at that point we were like, okay, well we got to go. Um, we got to be out of this thing. So um, I think Sunday after like evening, 8 PM or so we, we announced that we dropped CrossFit. And then of course your, your podcast came out the next day. And as you said, yeah, we have some, po- yeah. <laughs> we have some CrossFit stuff in there. So it's been a thing. Yeah. Yeah. We had talked about briefly just touched on how at the time when we recorded CrossFit had been silent. Um, and again, all of this stuff came out on Friday. So yeah, I was definitely bombarding your wife, um, Katie, all weekend. We were, I was just like sending her up. Oh, here's another thing up. Oh, here's another thing. Um, cause I'm assuming you guys were up at the lake. Is that where mm-hmm. you guys were? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, you know, the community was spiraling already um, over the weekend, which was why I felt it was super important. As soon as I saw it and I saw other people's comments, I was just like, yeah, we got to get, you know, we have to figure out what is going to happen. Cause this is, it. I just didn't think it was going to end well, you know, after Mm -hmm. his, and my timeline of sort of seeing things was I saw um, their statements that they had posted on Facebook, which was their first time speaking out. And to me, it was sort of an apology. Um, it was their way of trying to cover up for the email that had just leaked as well. So I saw mm-hmm. it all at the same time. Um, and then I also, and we don't even have to get into it because they aren't worthy of our time. But at the same time, obviously, um, Jessica Griffith and Travis Williams did not help uh, CrossFit's <laughs> cause. Um at all. And yeah, we're not even gonna, gonna get into them because that was just, I mean, 
mean, it's one of those things to me where you know that every, and I'm speaking about just every organization, right? And every individual, you know that every organization is going to have some bad apples. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, people who say things, you know, behind closed doors typically don't think that those things are going to come to light. Um, so am I surprised really that there are some people who would say the things that, you know, these two athletes have said? Absolutely not. Um, they just, it, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately for them, not, I don't think for, for the people, but unfortunately for them, you know, they were outed mm-hmm. and they were outed at a time that is just not quite right. But you don't ever really expect your CEO to be the bad apple and if they are, you don't expect them to do it so blatantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, and I it, think that's what was shocking for a lot of people was that he was just so blatantly like out about it. He was just outward about it. He was like, there was no covering it up. Yeah. And I mean, it was a private email. I get that. But, um, you know, you said what you said and it, I've I've read a couple of different opinions where some people felt like um, her email was sort of very me, 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 but his response should not have been that whatsoever. Um, yeah. So now we have this mass exodus of everybody. It's just mm-hmm. like, we're done with CrossFit. Um, so let's talk a little bit about, and you can sort of give the timeline because you and Jason were already talking a little bit about, um, rebranding. So let's talk about that because now, you know, we have decided to, to rebrand, um, Mm -hmm. at summit. So talk just briefly, I know it's still in the works and your timeline has been grossly accelerated now. (laughs) So just talk about that. Yeah. So we started working on, um, so currently, you know, the gym is called summit strength or was called summit strength and CrossFit. Um, so we're rebranding the summit fitness and that all really began from, you know, I work professionally in marketing and branding. And so I look at everything through a lens of that basically is like my, the glasses I wear all day is like, is it, a, how does this affect marketing and branding? And I did a exercise back in late 2019 where I went through and did like a competitive analysis, looked at our logo, looked at our messaging, look at the things we say, um, and just looked over do the words that we use to talk about our gym outwardly reflect who we are internally? Mm-hmm. Cause that's really all, all that brand is, is an outward expression of who you are. And the way I felt was no, you know, we had a, a barbell in our logo. Um, it felt very like closed and strong and big and like raw. Um, it felt mm-hmm. more like a powerlifting gym to me than what we are. And, mm-hmm. you know, I almost said more like than like a CrossFit gym and I, it's going to be weird to not, to not say that because we're not, yeah. a, we're not on our CrossFit gym now. Um, but it felt more like a powerlifting gym than what our community was. Mm-hmm. Cause I look across our community and I see some people who are, you know, mid twenties played college sports, mm-hmm. um, really like really high level athletes still move exceptionally well, you know, run to good miles, can lift a lot of weight, you know, look kind of like what people think of when they think of like good fitness, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And then I see people who are in their late fifties, they might, you know, Mike has a new shoulder. Your mm-hmm. mom's about to get a new knee. Like we have all sorts of people, different sizes, different ability levels, different, um, different goals, different things that they want. Like some people are like, 
you know, you think about Monica, she's like, I just really want to be able to work in my garden and feel really good. And like, that yeah. is the, that is the definition of success for her. And then you have other mm-hmm. people who are like, I really want to back squat 350 pounds. And like, those are two very different goals and we have Absolutely. them both. And so I was like, mm-hmm. the way that we look right now says to me that we are like, come here if you want to just throw heavy weight. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's really not what, what we're about. We're not a competitive right. gym. Um, we're extremely inclusive. Like that was the word that we kept landing on was what we do is we're trying to make fitness accessible to people who mm-hmm. should have the capability of, of being healthy. And we do that in a variety of ways. We have our adapt fit class that we've, we've had to unfortunately suspend for, I don't know how long due to COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we do that with new hope of Indiana working with um, adults with special needs. That is typically a, a group that is forgotten in the health space. Um, and, mm-hmm. and also, unfortunately, you know, they have weakened immune systems already. They don't hold a lot of muscle mass. So they deal with a lot of health problems that are, um, frankly, like the rest of the population doesn't, but they're somehow forgotten. And we're like, we want to include them. So we work on that. And like, we've always tried to make things work, even financially, people who maybe couldn't afford to do it. Like, Hey, what, what can we do to make this work for you? So it's been like a thing where we, mm-hmm. we want to be super, super inclusive with people. And so I started looking at, it, I was like, I just don't think we're giving that message out. And I think it's time to do a shift yeah. in the way that we look. And so we started working mm-hmm. on that really decided, okay, we're going to change, you know, first one change the name from summit strength to summit fitness. So it's a little more inclusive yeah. of everything that goes into fitness. Um, mm-hmm. there's a lot more than just being strong. And then we're going to work on what the logo update looks like and you know, the messaging. And probably the biggest one was I said, Hey, the, the facelift is all well and good. Um, mm-hmm. and that's important. And I want people to understand the right message coming from us. But what's more important is that we, you know, Jason and I land on a mission of we build better people. Mm-hmm. And I think I talked about this on the podcast where, where I came on last time we talked about like the origins of summit and where we came from. Um, mm-hmm. where I talked about like our goal is simply to build better, better people that, that are healthy. They're happy. They're able to take on life's challenges. They are able to handle things with emotional intelligence. Um, that's what we're trying to build. And I said, you know, I think one key element of, of better people is this community aspect of, being plugged into your community, helping people around your community, um, supporting mm-hmm. local, like giving to the charities that matter to you. Um, and I said, like, wouldn't it be cool if we were able to systematize the ability to give back because mm-hmm. we've always done it, um, like sporadically across the course of the year. So you think about, um, we do two or three events that all go to charity every year. One is the cancer workout for my mom in her memory that we give to the, um, colon cancer foundation. We do one, with um, the indie survivors at um, in October for breast cancer, um, and then mm-hmm. we you know actively give back to AdaptFit on a weekly basis, and our members funded that. So it's yeah. like clearly we have an appetite to give back here, and mm-hmm. um, would it be cool if we could make that more impactful? Mm-hmm. So we changed the way that we go to, go to the market in terms of what memberships do. So this is a thing that we were working on already. Like how do we systematize giving back? And then really you know COVID hit. And, um, this was probably going to be done, you know, around like May. And we were like, okay, it's completely un, it's really irresponsible to be like, and we're, we're the cool new brand in the middle of COVID. <laughs> like that was really, really silly. Um, yeah. but it made the community thing matter even more. Right. It felt like, oh, this is even more important because there's going to be mm-hmm. businesses and foundations and things that are struggling coming out of this period that we mm-hmm. want to make sure we give back because our community is standing by us and allowing us mm-hmm. to stay open. Um, and then like, okay, we rolled out of COVID we're, you know, in week two of the gym being open right now. And then right as the gym opened back up, you have all of the civil rights movement start unraveling Mm -hmm. and you're like, Whoa, 
like there are even more people hurting in our community than we thought there were, you know, honestly, like I have a lot, like I'm a white male. There are things I don't see because I'm a white Mm -hmm. male and I recognize that. And it's like, okay, there are people hurting here that we need to support that we didn't even know about. And so it like came for, for me, it was like, okay, the the rebrand was already going to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, and now it feels like it's just an, it's just easier now, you know, because CrossFit was a huge thing for me. Like, you know, when, when my mom passed away, um, fitness, fitness more than just CrossFit really was there for me. And then across like my travels as I was kind of getting my way in life, like CrossFit gave me a lot of structure and and people and it gave me community and it gave me Mm -hmm. the things that I'm talking about right now. So it was like walking away from that would always be difficult under that environment. And then they just made it easy. Like they just made it like emotionally simple to do. Cause I'm like, well, you're not who I thought you were basically. It was like, yeah. Oh, like I thought you were an inclusive fitness program that was, that gets amazing results for people Mm -hmm. and is trying to extend that to all the people who are forgotten, the Mm -hmm. obese, the people who maybe can't get into a gym, people who, you know, struggle to do anything, get get basically like, if you think about their, their current, you know, kind of messaging around like, um, the health issues more so than like performance sport, Mm -hmm. it's people who are told like, just go slog away on a treadmill for 30 minutes a day, man, maybe you'll get better, eat less, move more. Like (laughs) that works, you know, that hasn't worked for forever. So it was like CrossFit was providing like good access to those people. And then I was like, Oh, you're doing this for show. Like you're doing this, not from your heart. You're doing this yeah. because it seems like the like right move from a business standpoint. Um, yeah. And so the brand, the rebrand was like already getting worked on. Um, and it just is going to get accelerated. Like you said, you know, we, we were not going to launch that in the middle of a civil rights movement. Cause it's not our place to take any sort of pr- like spotlight off of those much more important mm-hmm. conversations. Um, mm-hmm. and now it's just, okay, well now we have to accelerate it a little bit to make it impact more. And, um, you know, we have to evaluate what are the organizations that we're going to give back to that really need help in our community yeah. um, and get that really finalized. Yeah. So. That's, I mean, I, I love that, you know, um, you know, you guys were already thinking about it, you know, you and I had had this conversation once briefly before where we just sort of, you had mentioned, we were talking about how do we present ourselves to people? And it was Mm -hmm. about, do we actually say we're a CrossFit box? Because sometimes just that word can be intimidating and Mm -hmm. you felt like it was so much more than just that, that you, when we invite people to come and they say, oh, well, what type of gym are you? Um, you know, you were like, when I say CrossFit to some people, you know, they're sort of put off by it. But if I just say, mm-hmm. oh, well, we're an inclusive, you know, fitness, you know, f- um, yeah, fitness space, then that's a whole totally different conversation. So, um, you know, I'm super proud of our gym for, um, you know, just, just stepping up and, and saying that this was, most places have, right, have have come up and said that it's not okay. But I can say that I'm personally proud of the conversations that I've, you know, had with, you know, Claire and Katie and, and you as well, just um, around everything that is going on. Um, you know, I, I know that that is, can be a challenge when you've got, you know, people of color and then um, white 
people, uh, you know, all trying to figure out everyone's emotions in a, mm-hmm. a safe way and um, in a way that ultimately says, how can I be better and do better? And I think mm-hmm. that, um, you know, I'm just really proud that we have we've done that. Um, and we're, you know, we're now also like intentionally, how can we go forward and keep that going? So yeah, super proud. And um, I totally look forward to Summit Fitness and the rebrand and, um, you know, just, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I think that you, you put that really well. Like there, there is um, a sense of, I think for everybody who's white to be like, am I, am I saying the right thing? Like Mm. I'm trying to do the right thing, but I'm so privileged. I like, I've had this shown to me over the last three weeks that like, I'm so privileged that I might just be doing something stupid without knowing it. Like that is Mm -hmm. a, that is a legit feeling. I think there's a lot of credit to, um, you know, to, to you, like Lauren, like all the people in our community, people of color in our community who are like stepping out and sharing things on social and talking to people and like having hard conversations, they're not easy conversations. Like I'm sure from your perspective, you're like, I'm going to share this. And I, I anticipate that this person's a good person. and won't throw this back in my face, but there's always the like, you know, 5% chance that like they're, that they're, Greg, that they're Greg Glassman and their response is going to be like, that's ridiculous. Why would, I, why would you say that? And like the, the bravery and the courage from people in our community to step up and like have those conversations is, is awesome. And I'd even say like, you know, we, we made that statement about like, Hey, we're dropping CrossFit. We're moving away from that. Um, and I got some incredible notes from people in our community who are, um, who were just like, I'm really proud of you guys. Um, mm-hmm. and from my perspective, like it's not, it's not necessarily a thing that was even like, it's not, it's not necessarily us. Like we were just a reflection of our community. Like our job mm-hmm. is to, to see like people who are part of summit look like this, Yeah, say these types of things. And our job is to express that outward. Because at the end of the day, like it's the members gym. If we had a bunch of like crazy people in our gym who, you know, didn't believe that that was right. Like I'd be like, well, I kind of want you outed anyway. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. Like maybe you should get out of here. But it was like, I said, I said back in Jeremiah, he emailed me and he was like, I'm just, you know, thank you for standing up for what's right. And I said, it's, it's made much easier by the fact that I know we have the right people here and Mm -hmm. that it's going to be supported and, um, we're going to be championed for the fact that like, that is the right thing to do. And it's yeah. coming from people like you, people like Lauren, like Sean, like all these people who black and white, you know, really everybody being like, this is not okay. Like we don't, we don't stand for this. Um, mm-hmm. And when you know that so inherently from your people, it's just, it's very simple as the business owner, just to be like all my job to do like my, my whole job here is just to be a microphone for my people because yeah. they're all saying the right things. And um, you know, like, that makes it so much easier. So it, um, it's an interesting thing. Like people are like, Oh, I'm proud of you guys. And I'm like, I don't know that I'm like proud of me. It's more like I'm mm-hmm. proud of all of them for making it yeah. so easy. Like, cause it's just so obvious. It's the right thing to do. Like, how could we not? And then come back in and say like, Hey Gabby, you want to still be a coach here? Like that's absurdity. It wouldn't make any sense, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, we, we reflect the values in our community. That's our whole job. So that's what I hope that's- really shines through in the, in the rebrand is that that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, no, that is so well said that, um, you know, you're using your voice to voice the people's opinions. Um, I think that's that's fantastic, because while we've seen a lot of CrossFit 
places, CrossFit boxes, you know, sort of say, what is it like 200, 300 now on that list? I, think that's going I, I, around? Saw, a number, I saw a number this morning in the chop uh-huh. up that said 500 and now de-affiliated over. Wow. And, and that's crazy. And as great as that is, and I'm not going to detract from that, like you said, there are going to be some places that are just, they don't, they're not going to care. And I mean, 15,000 and only 500 have de-affiliated. So that tells you there's a lot yeah, that, that don't. Yeah. And some places I'm going to give them, you know, some places, places might want some time, right. To Mm -hmm. sort of figure out what their move is. So I'm going to give people that, that grace, um, you know, they want to figure out what their move is. They can't, they don't want to just say, we're going to do this without any sort of plan. So some of you still have some time, but yeah, like you said, there, there's a lot of affiliates and, um, some places are, you know, whether they agree with Glassman or not, are going to stay affiliated. And that is 100% their choice. Unfortunately, I think some of them are going to stay affiliated, not because they want to, you know, use CrossFit's name, but because they stick by and agree with what Glassman has said Mm -hmm. and done. And, um, you know, those people are, you know, they need some learning and hopefully they'll get it one way or the other. That's all I'll say. But um, for the 500 that have de-affiliated, you know, um, it does not go unnoticed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Kim sent me an article just a little while ago from Forbes. You know, Forbes has <laughs> picked up <Whoa>. this. Forbes <laughs> has picked this up. That's a big deal. Um, so, yeah, CrossFit's on the map now if it never – was everybody Just knows for all CrossFit the wrong is. reasons we'll yeah see if, no, we'll yeah. see if the truth of no pr is bad pr is true or not i guess uh, yeah we will i, I think uh, you said that really well like I, this weekend somebody said um we were, we were talking about, i mean there's nothing else to talk about like it was funny we were sitting around the fire at the lake and we were just kind of chatting <laughs> or whatever like this is the topic that can not the cross thing it hasn't even happened yet but just like race relations, civil rights, like that is the conversation that Mm -hmm. everybody's having, regardless of what you're like. We even said like, man, like emotionally it's taxing to always be talking about it. Right. And I can't imagine, I imagine it's even more taxing for you, Gabby, than it is for us. Like, Mm -hmm. because we're not directly experiencing it. Like I haven't lived through racism because I'm a white male. Like that's not a thing I struggle with, but Mm -hmm. like, we, you know, we were just chatting about it and somebody said like at the end of the day, this is a heart problem. Like this is people who need to fix their hearts. And it's so true. You know, you see people from all walks. Like we see some like very, um, Christian, I say that in quotes because like, I'm not sure if, if you actually, no, I'm, I'm very sure if you have racist tendencies, you're not really following Christ. Like let's, let's get that really straight. And, um, but you see like, to, you know, you mentioned Jessica Griffith, like she has a lot of Christian stuff on her Instagram page, but then she had these racist remarks come out. It's like your heart's not in the right place. Um, yeah. and we were talking all about how it's like a heart problem and mm-hmm. it's a, you know, you mentioned the people who agree with what Glassman said and who, who like basically want to stand by that. It's like, I hope for their sake that as maybe they learn through the backlash that will come from this. Mm-hmm. But they go, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong on that. And maybe people will be brave enough to say like, I was wrong. I need to yeah. fix myself, um, mm. you know, to not CrossFit. But if, if you've seen um, the magazine Bon Appetit had some stuff come out in the last couple of days about um, discriminatory pay policies that mm-hmm. people of color minorities were being paid less than their white counterparts. Yeah. 
and their editor came out last night and was like, Hey, I'm stepping down. I need to go work on me. I made some bad decisions about diversity and inclusion around here that need to be fixed. And I'm very obviously not the person to fix them. Um, and I need to go work on like my heart and who I am. And I was like, you're obviously, you know, he's going to get crushed socially Mm -hmm. and in the media and 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 like, you know, he should, like he had discriminatory policies in his, in his business. He should be in trouble for that. But I thought it was very brave of him to say like, I was wrong. I made a mistake. I have to go work on me and I'm Mm going to try to be better for that. But I hope that people who, as they learn and they see the error in their ways are brave enough to say like the identity that I've held for X number of years Mm-hmm. That's really hard to let go of, regardless mm-hmm. of how bad your identity is, is wrong. And I need to fix that. And I'm willing yeah. to go have the really uncomfortable, you know, conversations, read the, read the books that make me super like self-reflective and in a really hard way. I go, wow, I can't believe I did that. I didn't, I didn't notice what I was doing. Um, I hope that people are brave enough to do that and are mm-hmm. willing to do it because it's, um, it's just, it's what we need. Like if we're really going to make this stick, um, yeah. and that it doesn't just become a, you know, I was talking to, to Phil, you know, Phil, Matt's Matt's yeah. friend, Phil. Um, and he was like, I'm just, he's like, I'm scared. This is going to be another Eric Gardner. It's going to be another Trayvon. Like I'm scared that that's going to happen. And I think that there's, yeah. there's probably that fear throughout the black community. I would have mm-hmm. to imagine, you know, widespread. Um, and I, I really want it to not be a trend. You know, it's like, I really yeah. want it to not be a trend. I don't want to be in 2040 and we're having this conversation again. Mm-hmm. And we're like, yeah, I remember when I was, you know, mid twenties and we did this back then too. And nothing yeah. ever changed. Like I really don't want that to be the case. So it's like, I just hope yeah. people will work on their hearts enough to make that not happen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that's the question that I keep asking myself and asking other people when they say, how can I help? And like you said, I, I say, well, what are you going to do when the hype fades? I think mm-hmm. we're going to be in this for a little while. Um, but you know, eventually the hype will fade. And so what are we going to do afterwards when it's Mm -hmm. not in the news all the time, when the protests aren't happening every single day? Um, what are we each going to do individually to do better? And one of the, I mean, I love what you're saying, check your heart first Mm -hmm. and then what other action steps can you take? Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Well, thank you so much, Joe, um, for just coming up here and sort of helping me update the people. On, yeah, of course. Thanks um, for giving the platform. Yeah, what happened with CrossFit. And, um, you know, people are getting the first sneak peek at, um, or just hearing about the rebrand. So, yep. again, that is going to be Summit Fitness. Um, super excited. So, um, you know, you guys be on the lookout just for any more updates on Instagram. The Instagram has is changed too, right? Um, um I haven't done anything? it yet, but I have to okay. do it. I'll probably do it like right now. I'll probably just get on there and switch it around. Okay. Right I don't know if the, yeah, I was gonna say I don't know if the handle is different, but you guys did change like the the name, right? I think it yeah, says Summit Fitness so. now. So you guys can uh still find us on all of our platforms. We are still here. You can feel free to reach out to me, Katie, Claire, or Joe. I will have his Instagram link on the show notes. So if you guys have any questions, concerns, comments, please feel free to reach out to us. As always, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you like to listen, and we will talk to you guys next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye.